0: I want to talk to you tonight and share with you about waging good warfare for your family and so if, if um, as you guys may know that we've been talking about fighting for your family a, a prayer campaign that the Lord put us on, and we've even talked a bit about it the different times that we've come and shared with you guys i'll bring you I'll have you come up later and um and over the last three years god has had us on this fight for your family prayer campaign that's the best way i know how to put it it's based upon the strategy that god gave nehemiah remember when nehemiah uh, took on the task of restoring the gates and the walls of jerusalem and uh one of these days we're going to come and we're going to actually teach on that not tonight (laughs) so he's ready for me to teach on that not yet not yet it's coming (laughs) um and that, that is to assume that I'll be asked back. Lord, please don't let me mess up so bad that they don't <laughs> never ask me to come back ever again. <laughs> uh, so I won't talk about that tonight. We prayed through those the last time we were here. At the very end of the message, we prayed according to those gates. But I know that the Lord wants me to actually just to really talk about it and reveal those gates. I understand that Harrisburg actually has all of those gates. And... Um, and, and every time I've talked about these gates, someone always points that out to me. He says, you know, Harrisburg has those 10 gates. I say, yeah, yeah, okay, I know, I know, I know. But the gates that I'm talking about are the gates that are to guard our hearts and our homes. And I believe that those same 10 gates that, you, that Nehemiah had to restore and rebuild, that um, there's something prophetic about those same 10 gates being established and built of surrounding guarding our own individual hearts and then guarding our households. And so we wanna talk about that sometime. But in the meantime, uh, I wanted to just give you a little bit of a specific warfare prayer that the Lord gave us. Uh, You guys invited us here back in March of 2014. And at that time, a very special prophetic word came forth um, for us. You guys called us up. I guess it's so. Uh, what I'm about to describe probably happens here all the time where you guys gather around somebody and you, you guys start pro- prophesying and over a life. Well, this is one of those times that you guys did that. I'm sure, I'm sure we weren't the only ones that you did that to. You ambushed people. <laughs> <laughs> You, guys, you bring people here and you invite us to come and speak and next thing you know, we're standing up here and we're blubbering and crying. And like, wait a minute, I, was, I wasn't expecting all of that. And so you guys ambushed us. And a special word came forth and it was this. I want, I want to read it to you because I want to talk to you about waging this good warfare. This is the word that came to Chris and Carol Green, March the 29th, 2014. You think you have seen rivers of living water You have not seen the flood that I am about to pour through you for the kingdom of God that I am preparing you for. Your whole life has been preparation for what I'm bringing you into. And you have been found faithful. You have been found faithful, a servant of the most high God, for I will flow rivers and floods and tsunamis and everything that you can imagine. It will be beyond that, says the Lord. For you are my children. You are my son and my daughter of the Most High God, and I will open your vision. You will see things and hear things that you thought you could never hear and see. But I am going to broaden your vision and extend your tent stakes that you, and uh, that they are going to be so beyond the things that you're going to say, only but God, only but God could do something like this. And I am going to put people around you that have the vision that you have because I am going to spread it in their minds as well and they're going to hook hands with you and join with you all over this town and this city and this area and you're going to make a wall for God a wall for God and a high tower for the kingdom of God well we are watching this word come to pass right now in our lives my wife and I last year We enrolled in a graduate school and seminary to earn a master certification in what's called life coaching. And then the Lord connected us with the Pennsylvania Career Link, which is a government-funded unemployment service in Harrisburg. We go in once every month, and we do a workshop to encourage the people who are looking for jobs. Isn't it? Only God. Then the Lord connected us with an inner city prayer group in the neighborhood where some of you, you probably have seen and heard this all the time where a couple of homicides have taken place. From that, God opened the door for us to go into a women's shelter. And we just started just this past week. Uh, we sat down with the staff for an hour. And then that afternoon, that was in the morning and then afternoon, we, my wife sat down with the women for an hour just to begin to talk and speak and, and <coughs> encourage them. In addition, we have a growing list of people who uh, we work with in, what's in our life coaching services to help them in their lives, in their careers, in their families, in their relationships. In other words, God is causing us to hook hands, just like he said, with others, and join with them all over that city to make a wall for God. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I just wanted to share that with you to encourage you that what's happening here it's legitimate there are those of us who are receiving the word and we're going forth with those impartations and something special is happening we know we're just one ministry you guys know us you know I'm not boasting or bragging but I'm but I'm telling you The importance of what you are doing and when you give the word of God, I want to encourage you. It's happening. Sometimes, the reason why I'm doing this is because sometimes you can do this for years and years and you never get the report back. You never know whatever happened when we prayed for such and such. And when we gave that word or this word, and we never knew whatever happened. Well, we're telling you. God has burst open the doors for opportunities for us to actually, because that's been our heart all along. You wouldn't have known that. All these years we've been waiting to get an open door actually in the city and in the worst part of the city. And so we've been running into some of those dead ends and blocked doors like what happens when you go into certain cities where there's ministers, ministries, government agencies and all kinds of stuff that block doors and keep you from going in there. And after we received that word, God got us in there. Isn't that awesome, guys? Come on, bless him. Through this year, uh, let me just pray before I go any further. Lord, we thank you for this assignment that you have given us to come and just to release a word of importation and to release that word of just testimony and encouragement. Father, Chris Green decreases right now. Carol Green decreases right now, that you would increase. Holy Spirit, you're just welcome here. You are welcome. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Do a holy thing in this place. You orchestrate everything from this point on. In the authority of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. My wife and I, we are firm believers in Matthew 25. Many of you are familiar with this, and I'll read this scripture, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Matthew 25, verses 37 through 40, and the New King James Version of the Bible, it says, then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? or oh, when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as as you did it to, the, to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. God literally used you guys to thrust us forth or to catapult us into that these past few months because it's always been a single vision of ours to rebuild, to restore, and renew hearts and homes. And God has taken us through a wineskin change. Anybody ever been through the wineskin change? Uh, Sometimes you can be praying for God to change everything and he doesn't change anything, he changes us. (laughs) Anybody know about that? we're waiting for God to really do something in my home, God, change them, do something in my family. And all he does is says, you change, you change. Wait a minute, he's supposed to change, she's supposed to change, cousin, auntie, uncle, grandma, grandpa, husband, wife. And God goes, no, you change. (laughs) So we've been going through that wineskin change. Um, Our Sunday sessions have become much more of just very personal in-depth teaching with the with the people a lot of just answering questions it's become very conversational uh, because people really do have questions um, and they really want answers you know find that with your family and friends and co-workers they really want answers and um, and so God's kind of been changing all of that for us of, of the, the how it, everything is set up and, and he's been doing it in such a way so that we can actually equip God's people to go into the real world and be able to minister to people because that's what we're called to do anyway. And at this position, uh, God said that he had sent, he gives gifts to the body so that we can, they could equip the body to do the work of the ministry. And so that's been happening with us. But tonight I want us to encourage you uh, about the calling that God has upon your life. And in all of our lives, we come to a place where eventually we have to go all out for God. We came in tonight and we sat down and the first song you guys sung was Dive. And I'm like, oh my God, you just stepped right all up into our situation. Because that's where Carol and I are right now. Uh, and in, in all of our lives, we reach this point where we can no longer sit on the sideline. You got to get in the game. You can't just sit on the cliff, the edge of the cliff. You got to jump. <laughs> I don't want to jump. No, but we got to jump. Did you know that the you, you aren't going to ever experience the miracle of flight and soaring unless we jump. Um, So we took that first leap about 12 years ago when we first moved to this region. That's the first time we had to jump. Um, And then around April of last year, we had to take another leap. Uh, My government job of nine years came to an end. There's nothing like having that security blanket just snatched, just like Linus. Remember Linus from Charlie Brown? (laughs) God snatched away that security blanket Uh, so we took all that we had and we trusted God in the steps that he set before us just kind of painting the picture this all happened after getting that powerful word here didn't know that one year after getting that powerful word the security blanket would leave Sometimes you're rejoicing about a word that the Lord gives you. Yes, Lord, bring it on, yes, yes. I had a dear, dear brother in the Lord many years ago. Uh, him and his wife were um, had some really good jobs. He had a upper management position in a, in a company and she uh, was a flight attendant and between the two of them, they had a six-figure income. His was uh, like something like 80 or 90 thousand dollars a year. And his wife was in the 50 thousand range. And so they received the prophetic word that one day, she's going to make twice as much as him. Uh, yes! Oh, this is awesome! Oh my God! She's going to be making twice as much as me, ah! <laughs> A Few years later, <laughs> he retired from the company that he was working for, and he invested in a business. The business failed. His wife was laid off on her job, and then she was recalled, but when she was recalled, her salary was something like 40000 He started working and all he could find was a part-time job that gave him 20,000. So what happened? His wife was making twice as much as him. But what God meant by that, (laughs) that's what I mean. Sometimes God gives us words and we're like, we immediately put our picture on it. And that's not what he meant. And we're, bring it on, God, bring it on. But we didn't know that twice as much means that you you aren't going to be making nowhere near what you used to make. Eventually, God turned their situation around, and he ended up in full-time employment in ministry and all of that. And God just miraculously busted open doors for them. They bought a new home, new just. but they didn't know that that was going to be part of the process to get them there. Why am I sharing this with you? Um, Some of you may feel like Carol and I are feeling sometimes these days. My wife has really been helping me these past few weeks and months uh, because we've taken this leap. Oh, man. And the ground feels like it's coming up fast. You got that picture? (laughs) The ground is coming up fast. And that's uh, recently how I felt. Our funds running low, even, even while these doors are opening. Isn't that the strangest things, how God can keep breaking doors open for you? But at the same time, the ground's still coming up fast. And so I have been looking at that situation as someone who's falling face down. My wife helped me with this one. I was watching the ground getting closer and closer. You get the picture. My wife said to me, she said, this is how I see it. And she did like this.
1: Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes.
0: Turned her back on the ground. Right. Right. And I'm looking up to my father. Yes. 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 Somebody needed to see that picture just like she gave that to me. Right. I'm looking up at the Lord because we have... Just us personally, I'm sure you guys can say this, we got a 25-year history of prophetic words and assignments and declarations, things that God has promised that he's going to do. I don't know who needs to hear this tonight, but I need to remind you, you got a history of not only of things that God has said, but he has done. You got history here. You have history with God. You got history even with one another. There are some things that you know now. I'm, part, I'm preaching to myself tonight. There's some things you know about God. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Anybody need to hear that right now? Come on, just say yes, Lord. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed. Begging the bread. Every song you guys sung tonight was for us. I just want you to know that. (laughs) Every song. That's why we could just sit there and just, we just had to just throw our hands up and just receive it. I don't know who chose the songs to list, but you were hearing from God tonight. Let me, let me just tell you, and I'll say it in those terms. You know how you have to say it in a special way. You heard from God tonight. <laughs> Last year, my wife started reading through all of our devotional books. You guys probably remember that in previous times we've come and we brought you some of those books because one of the things that the Lord gave us to do was every single week we were we send out an email um, just to bring words of encouragement to the people who are connected with us in our ministry every week and we've been doing that since uh, 2007 so a dear friend of ours said why don't you take all of those weekly emails and put them in book form And so we did that. So we've written all these books, but not from the standpoint of it being topical books, and you know, to uh, here's a here's a topic, and this is the you know how to do this and how to do that in God. No, it's just been books full of encouraging words. That's why when you handed me that book by Bill Young, that's what he does. He does the same thing, just gathers all those prophetic words and encouragement and put them all in a book. I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. You you showed me that, like, yeah. that's what we do and so we've shared those books with you guys here uh, each year what we did is we took all of those uh, prophetic words and encouraging words and we would um, compile the books by a year by each year and we give that year that that books year a title and so my wife went back through all of our books reading through every single one of them from 2007 all the way up to 2014, 2015. Yeah, last year 2015. She read them all. And as she was reading through it, she started pulling out the various uh, prophetic words that we had been giving to everybody else. <laughs> and, and she copied and pasted them all into one big huge document. All these prophetic words and utterances and then she converted them into proclamations, into prayers and proclamations. That, And then she began to every night before she go to bed, and she still does it faithfully, she reads through the things that God has said and speaks them forth over us and over our children and now our grandbabies. <laughs> and over our spiritual children and over um, our church family releases the words that he said you promise and so every night she's been doing that and God has really shown us that this is a very special potent weapon for waging a good warfare Um, in fact I'll put it to you this way her work gave us something uh, that's really kind of like what Apostle Paul wrote this charge to, to Timothy. First Timothy 1.18. You may remember this. It says, this I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them, by what them, those prophecies, those prophetic declarations, you may wage the good warfare. So tonight we want to share some of these prayers and proclamations with you with the expectation that they will impact you and your household and your family. I'm going to call my wife up and we're going to go through these prayers and proclamations and we're going to pray together. That's what I put in your hands. Yes sir. God cannot lie. He cannot lie. He cannot lie. Yes Lord. He cannot lie. <laughs>
2: lord recognizing that our fight is not against flesh and blood political parties activist groups or social movements we stand here in the gap for our family with the spiritual weapons of prayer praise worship and the word of god we declare that we are not afraid of our spiritual enemies we remember you lord great and awesome as we fight for our brothers and sisters, our sons and daughters, our spouse and our household.
0: Come on, do that right now. Take that stand for your, for your household, for your family. Thank you, Lord God, for your children, your grandchildren. Come on, we stand. Because what we remember is not the enemy, we remember that great and awesome is our God. Come on, just say that. Great and awesome is our God. Come on, say it again. Great and awesome is our God. One more time. Great and awesome is our God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Lord.
2: According to the promise in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that is formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that accuses us in judgment, we will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And our vindication is from you, Lord. So, Father God, we receive your grace, the power and ability, your favor, your protection, your wisdom. And we thank you for giving your angels charge over us and our families to keep us in all of our ways. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. May all who are called to be part of this special work be anointed right now and may we be empowered to do your will, O God. May we each be strengthened to overcome every hindrance and every detour that the enemy has always been able to throw in our path. May the cycles of defeat, discouragement, depression, and doubt be broken over every heart and every home right now we declare that we are now set free to be all you created us to be to do all that we need to do and obtain all that we need to obtain in the name of jesus we pray come on amen amen
0: Amen. Yes,
2: Yes, yes lord and we ask these things in the authority of jesus christ from this day forth we will stop allowing the disappointments of the past to hinder us from embracing the destiny you have set before us. Lord, help us to consistently live in your presence and in the power of your spirit, O God. Help us not to limit you by our fear, sin, low expectations, or distractions. Continuously fill us afresh with your power. Cause us to defeat the spirit of Amalek, which is an anti-Semitic spirit that persecutes God's people, that comes against us, our families, our businesses, and ministries. In Jesus' name. Lord, help us to continue to connect with people of humility that really want you, God. The ones who will dare to step out of their comfort zones, leave religious bondage, Walk out of their personal prisons and receive all that you have stored up for them. People who will receive the priority of the presence and word of God in their hearts and homes. In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for showing us our Rehoboth, the place where you have made room for us. Thank you for making a way for us, O oh God, and for continuing to make a way for us, O oh God. You are our only source. We thank you for making a way out of no way. We thank you for the provision of people and resources, so we lift our hands, our hearts, and our lives to you, in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just thank you, thank you, Lord, bless you, Lord. We declare that the blood of Jesus Christ has given us authority over Satan's ability. No word of witchcraft, sorcery, doubt, or depression will take over our minds, emotions, bodies, or will. We nullify all plans that bring conflicts and confrontational incidents designed to prevent us from hearing the Word of God and receiving the impartation of the Holy Spirit that makes us free in the name of Jesus. We break generational curses and spiritual influences that manifest every time we stand in breakthrough. We are free in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. let's read the last one thank together. You,
1: Lord. Yes, Lord.
2: We receive your promotion, presence, provision, protection, and purpose for our lives. According to Ephesians 1, 15 through 21, fill us with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. And cause the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened in Jesus' name. Father, we agree with you in these things in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Come on right now. Just bless the Lord. Yes, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. This is the waging of the good warfare for our families. Thank you Lord. When I was doing that study on Nehemiah and, uh, and also in Isaiah where it talks about those who were once uh, in prison and, and uh, in grief and um, those whose hearts were broken, when the hearts were broken, how God's going to use them to be the ones to rebuild and restore and to renew. And it's one of the things that's going to be restored, he said, was the, was the desolations, the former desolations and, and the restoration of the cities. Of, and so when I looked up that word for cities, it was an interesting word. It's the same word that describes uh, someone's heart. And so when I see that word city now, it doesn't just simply mean a bunch of buildings and, you know, and, and houses and businesses. It's, he's actually talking about us our hearts individually and so when we that's why i love that song uh that we were singing tonight uh 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 yeah god of the city i feel like we should sing that one more time with that understanding can you just cue that up for us I want to sing that again, and have you guys come on up and do that one again. And now let's sing it from this standpoint of waging a good warfare in our hearts and our homes, our cities. He's the God of our city. Yes, Lord God, isn't that awesome, everybody? I don't just—I know this is really different tonight, but I just felt like God said for us to make a declaration over this house. Yes, Lord, you released a different. Okay, <laughs> make a declaration over this house. And as we was as we were singing that song, I heard that that we are to release that, that he is the God of a city. And now think of the word city as me, my heart, this city. Yes, Lord God. He's the God of this city. Bless the name of the Lord. Yes. Come on. Sir. Yes Lord. Yes.
1: things to come Come on, put your hand over your heart, Say, This city. i
0: Let it be done in this this way. city yes lord god i just feel like praying for this household lord let it be done in this city thank you for the fresh revelation of greater things are yet to come in my house you just said where you are in my house in my home greater things are yet to come yes lord god i receive it today we receive it lord god Thank you, Lord God, for you have indeed been faithful to this house. Thank you, Lord God, you have indeed been faithful to honor your word. Thank you, Lord God, for this man and this woman who you have given this awesome assignment to. And we dare declare it in this, over in your hearing today, that greater things, greater things are still yet to come. Yes, Lord God, in this city. Yes, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. God. Thank you, Lord. And all throughout this, the worship team, I was just, well, you guys were just singing and worshiping tonight. Would you just lift your hands to the Lord? I thank you, God, for greater things coming in their lives. They make this sacrifice every single week. You may not even think of it that way, but coming out twice a week and during the week and lifting up the praise, and we don't know what's going on in your households and in your families and jobs and all of that, but Lord, I thank you for the sacrifice that they continually make. Yes, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that they shall see the greater things happening in their hearts and in their homes, Lord God. Even the secret prayers, the things that they don't even know how to put into words, Thank you, Lord God, for answering your God over and above what they could even ask or imagine. Over and above what you can even ask or imagine. I just hear the Lord saying, just go ahead and ask. It's, go, it's okay. Some of you, you're, so, you're living so much in, so, in such humility. It's almost like, well, God, I don't want to just ask for myself because I don't want to appear to just be selfish and only thinking about me. But God says, but I'm thinking about you. Great are the sum of the thoughts of the Lord toward you. That's his word. Greater than the sand on the sea are his thoughts, the number of his thoughts toward you. So he doesn't see it as being bragging and boasting and narcissistic for you to actually just ask. Yes, Lord God, his thoughts are already coming your way like that. Thank you, Lord. So go and just say, Lord, I and in fact I hear you saying just thank you, Lord. <laughs> some of you you're beyond asking. You're just so I hear the Lord just saying, just, just thank you. Lord, I thank you for giving it to me, for placing it into my hands, into my into my family. Yes, Lord, some of you the request is just for your children. My mom was like that. She said, All I want is just for my children, to be saved. I don't want to be rich. I don't want to be famous. I just want my kids to be saved. And God answered that prayer. All of us ended up in ministry. (laughs) And God answers that cry that's in your heart. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for strength in the place where there's weariness. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace and for your strength. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. It is so worth it, guys. It is so worth it. I want you just to give you this picture that every time you come here and you are leading us in worship before the throne... You are part of an awesome, awesome thing happening all over the earth at the same time. Do you know that praise is continually going up before the Lord out of the earth 24 hours a day, seven days a week? And so when your shift comes, you're just joining in with the shift that's going on all over the earth. An audience of millions. Isn't that great? A choir of millions for an audience of one. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Always remember that you're part of the art for the choir of millions for the audience of one. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord God, Lord. I just thank you for throughout this house. Yes, Lord. How I, the what I see is just the angels of the Lord being given charge over you to keep you, to keep you in all of your ways. Thank you, Lord, to keep you in all of your ways. God says, I see, I see. He sees the path. He's watching the day to day. Sometimes it feels like it's just so mundane and so routine, just the day to day stuff. But I want you to know he's right there. God is right there in the routine and what seems like the mundane. Thank you, Lord. Be open for those spontaneous moments that he will give you, of where you will sense his presence in a very special way. While you're sitting at work, some, while you're at school, while you're at home, you'll just sense his presence. And I want you to, just like we did this proclamation tonight, just whisper on you to your breath and just release, just release the word of God in the atmosphere where you are. Some of you, you work in a very antagonistic work, uh, uh, atmosphere at work. It's always harsh and always uh, difficult and cold. But you have the authority to change the atmosphere. So remember that as you're just sitting there, just, I worship you, Lord God. I welcome your presence here in this place. Thank you, Lord. God. You can just release it, Lord. You are holy. You are awesome. You are mighty. There is no God like you. There is no one else like you. Bless your name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Come on, bless the Lord in this place. Bless you, sir.